This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thank you, Matt. Well, later on this morning, there is going to be a celebration of life for a man who was known throughout the community of Ladner by, well, I would say just about everybody who crossed paths with him. He was born and lived in his family home his entire life. And I mentioned this on the program last month when John Bullhouse, who was known by everybody as a Big John, passed away peacefully in his sleep at the age of 65. And joining me on the line to talk a bit more about this and about the community that Big John was part of is Les Blaney. Les Blaney is, uh, was Big John's legal guardian. Les, thank you so much for joining us for a few moments this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for having me on. First off, my condolences. I know you were you were friends with Big John for decades, and uh, his passing was sudden. It was unexpected. Uh, can you talk a little bit? The reason, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this this morning is because, uh, to me, that's just uh, just shows what a sense of community and the importance people have in the lives of other uh, lives of others. Can you talk a little bit about Big John and and the kind of person he was? Well, John was just a big happy man-child, I guess you might say. He um, was 65, as you said, when he died, but uh, he viewed himself as being much, much younger. He really, I think he viewed himself as being a teenager pretty much all his life. Um, He had very young friends recent years that he watched grow up, and then he would tell me later on that he grew up with them. And um, it was quite fun to hear him tell stories about how they played together as kids when in fact John was 30, 40, 50 years old at the time. Uh, he, Sorry, go ahead. No, it's, um, in, in regards to the community, uh, John from a young age uh, wandered the streets of, the, of Loudner. Um, back when he was very young, um, he didn't attend school much at all so far as I know. Uh, which made the other kids quite jealous, of course, because John would be careening around town on his bike. But um, all his life, he um, wandered the streets of Ladner. He met people, chatted them up. Uh, he would approach strangers and talk to them about their pets, their cars, um, loved animals. So always a dog would be asked about if anybody had a dog. And someone mentioned to him, oh, yeah, I have couple of dogs, he'd get the names. He could see them years later. He would remember the names, especially the names of the animals. He had a, quite a photographic memory. He was um, six foot seven. He was uh, 240 pounds. Uh, many people refer to him or, or talk about him as being a gentle giant. Oh, yes, indeed. That describes him well. He was indeed just that. Um, he... Uh, kind of towered over me. At, I'm 6'4", and I had to look up to him, one of the few people I have to look up to. Um, I called him my shadow. Anytime I'd step out of my house, which was right next door, um, there would be my shadow, uh, wanting to know if, what I was doing and could he help. He was a very willing worker. I enjoyed his company. He was just a good sense of humor and a good guy to be around. You mentioned uh, his memory, and I know uh, talking to people about this, uh, and I experienced this uh, years and years ago as well, he if you told him your name once, you could see him years later, and he would still remember who you were, and he would call you out and say, I remember you, I know you, and would say your name. Yes, 
he would, and uh, and he always expressed surprise that people knew his name. He, somebody would say, "Hello, John," and he'd say, "You know me," but he knew full well who they were. But uh, just the way he was. Uh, he didn't have any uh, immediate family. His parents passed away. Uh, his aunt, uh, his sister passed away in 2004. Uh, is it safe to say, I know your family uh, was extremely close to him. Uh, was the community his family? The community was very much his family, and um, he was welcomed throughout the community. He could walk the streets of Ladner, go into virtually any office or business place, They'd give him a coffee or a cookie or something like that. And he just he had a routine that he would wander around town. This is years ago. In the, the last few years of his life, he didn't walk the streets much on his own. In fact, he really didn't do it at all on his own. As my younger brother had taken over as his caregiver and would walk with him. So his, his life was a little bit less freewheeling, I guess you could say. But... Uh, he and my brother really deeply cared about each other. Um, they, they had quite a profound impact on each other. It was a win-win situation for both of them. John, all his life, uh, had a bit of a problem with a potty mouth, I guess I could say kindly. <laughs> and um, when my brother started uh, as his caregiver, he said to him, I really would prefer that you didn't swear. He stopped. Just like that, he stopped swearing, and he never swore again. And he was very proud of this. He would go around and tell people, I don't swear anymore, which was, uh, especially in the church that he attended, where the uh, service is going to be today, this was a very welcome change. And uh, <laughs> the people there certainly noticed it. But, uh, yes, he was much a, a very important part of my family, uh, welcomed by all of my siblings, my nephews, my nieces, everybody that lives here in Ladner and elsewhere. Um, his own family pretty much uh, is over in Holland. Uh, there are some here in B.C., um, but he hasn't been visited or even contacted by family up until February of this year when a <clears throat> cousin by the name of Reintz, uh from the Netherlands came to Ladner and spent two days visiting with John. And before he left, returned home, Rintz asked me if there was anything that he or the family could do for John and um, to improve his quality of life or whatever. And I said, yes, you should send him a postcard from wherever. Send it from home. Just send him a postcard, something with a picture on it and a little note on the back that I can read to him. And uh, that'll make his day, and it did. And they took it up with a vengeance. The family in Holland, the word spread around, they all started sending postcards. And then from that, it uh, segued into Skype phone calls. And John would spend an hour some morning sitting in his chair chatting with family in Holland using Skype on my computer. I'd just take it over to him and set it up and leave him. He'd just sit there and chat with him. It was a wonderful experience. Unfortunately, it came late in his life, but anyway, better late than never. What do you think people who met John, uh, who knew John, what do we learn from him or what do we keep uh, keep from him uh, now that he's gone? Oh, I don't know. Just love each other, especially... Uh, I'm at an age now where I'm losing friends regularly, so 
I would say that John taught me, amongst others, that uh, it's important to love each other. Uh, the celebration of life is being held uh, later today. Um, he, uh, as we mentioned, his family, his surviving family, is in Holland. Uh, he had no immediate family still locally. Uh, but it sounds like it's uh, there are going to be a lot of people coming out to, to remember and to celebrate his life. Yes, uh, I understand from the pastor of the church that there is a possibility that this service may be live-streamed to YouTube. Um, if that happens, I will be sending the Earl to the, the URL to uh, the family in Holland, and they will be able to see the actual uh, service that we're holding today. And uh, Les, just before I let you go, uh, the Friendship Coffee House, which was something uh, that John, was it more than 20 years uh, every Friday night? It was every, I think I had mentioned previously, it was every every week. It's actually bi-weekly, um, every second week. The uh, A member of the congregation, a fellow by the name of Terry Westerhoff, would come in the evening after supper, pick John up. Then he would drive into Richmond and pick up several more of, that's called John's peers, so to speak, um, pretty much people with cognitive disabilities. And uh, they would end up with a group of 25 or more, take them back to the church and meet in a big activity room where they would watch a movie, have cakes and coffee, play some games, that type of thing. And this was a, a regular night out on Friday night, which John just absolutely lived for. Uh, it was a, a wonderful thing. <clears throat> it was a wonderful thing for him, and I'm sure for all the others. I give the church, uh, the congregation of that church, great credit for this initiative that they've been carrying on for uh, 25 years. They told me, and John was one of their original charter members. <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, I know, uh, and people can. We'll let people know how if they want to make a donation uh, in John's name or to to carry on uh, the Friendship Coffee House. We'll uh, pass that on to people. Les, thank you so much. I know it's a busy day for you, uh, getting ready and getting ready for the celebration of life. But thank you so much for joining us today to talk about this. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Jill. Thanks for having me on. Okay. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.